Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, a minimally powered band takes the stage. Can we live and learn from a big artist about the ways we need to change, or is it ironic? And are artists sneaky salespeople instead? There's a lot of variation this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the dudes who would never try and sell you two different shows, Matt and Dave. (laughs) Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod, everybody. And we got a guest host this week, friend of the show, John Brunette, bassist from Rage. We've had him on a few times before. Welcome, John. Thanks for coming on again. Hey, Matt and Dave. Great to be uh, part of the cat podcast in, uh, in an elevated status. Yeah, yeah. We love having you on. <laughs> yes, man. you That's turned into fun. guest host. Yes. That's what you've turned into, John. So welcome I mean, aboard. I've Welcome been really, <laughs> I've been shooting for this and it's, it's my day. It really it's my is. Day. That's good. It really is. It really Thanks. is. We're happy to have you. Thrilled to yeah. have you. It's always yeah, fun. Happy to have you. Um, so real quick, thank you to all our loyal listeners each and every week. And thank you if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time. Thanks for checking us out. You can always find us uh, and posting clips of the podcast on our Instagram account at Guitar Dads Podcast. And you can find us in our private Facebook group at Guitar Dads Podcast over there. No questions asked. We let you in, but we did. We did have to get rid of somebody a couple weeks ago, didn't we, Matt? I think did we, we did. did we boot that person? We had to boot. We had did to you boot a did you boot that person? I had to boot somebody. I felt bad. It hurt. They weren't it just really was like a. It was they a weren't really. If you if you're on the group, you know who this was. They they weren't really a spammer because they did actually contribute yeah, in yeah, a real like way. A, and then it turned into like a weird spam. So, you know, whatever. This stuff, whatever. It happens. You know, the, the, these are problems we like to have. You know, people That's right. spam you come us join that. the group. We'll yeah, decide if you're that. spam or not. Yeah, I love that. It's great. But anyway, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. And uh, please leave us a review and uh, hit us up with your comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. So uh, that would be awesome. Mm. So, yeah. Should we get into it, boys? Let's get into what's going on in the dataverse, the guitar dataverse. Oh man. Okay. So everybody knows who Michael Sweet is, right? Striper. Striper. Yes. So yeah. So Striper apparently. So Striper had a gig at the whiskey. I forget what. I think it was a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. Anyway, they had a gig at the the whiskey. They had a gig at the whiskey. The the whiskey at Go Go. And um, (laughs) and about a half an hour before the gig, before they were about to take the stage, power went dead. So they still played the show. With two battery-powered practice amps and a snare and a, just a snare drum. Wow. <laughs> what? They played the whole show. They couldn't have been good. It couldn't have been good. No. Wait, I they... didn't. Re- I didn't realize this. Striper. It says. It says in Google, Striper is an American Christian metal band. Yeah, I know. I didn't know yes, they were they, Christian. I didn't either. All right, until recently, they are. Actually. Oh well. Okay. All right. Fine. Good so, how me. did they play again? What did they use? Two battery-powered practice amps. And okay. a snare drum. That was it. That's all they used. <laughs> Did the whole show? <laughs> that's dumb. I mean, okay. Yeah, well, no, okay. Right. That's what I thought. That's, that's, that was my thought exactly. Like, uh, okay. Why did well, you I'll tell you what. I think it's kind of shitty because, you know, these people didn't pay for, um, you know, a, uh, you know, a black star fly and a uh, snare drum. <laughs> these people you know what? For a metal band. You, you know? know what that. That's funny because my my initial reaction was, all right, party on Garth and Wayne, because they <laughs> at least they didn't quit. 
like yeah, that's a good show point. must go on and they did it. And I, I kind of admire that, but I, I, I admire I, it. Yes. I totally understand your side of it, Dave, because of the type of band. I mean, they're not uh, an Americana band that can go acoustic necessarily. Yeah, right. And people to your point, maybe the, maybe the better option is refund the money or reschedule so that people can go there and, and, lose part of their hearing because that's why you go that's, that's why, why you go, you, go. you, you know want to feel it maybe they maybe we'll hear some more about this maybe they will do that as well It'd be cool if they like played this acoustic show and then they also gave people a refund but I, i'm just guessing that didn't happen well john <laughs> you you we talked about i don't know if you listened to the episode where we talked about uh tracy guns because uh oh yeah yeah, in the bathroom great. is that where in you're the going bathroom? Yeah, so Tra- Tra- uh, Tracy Guns was uh, apparently has some pretty major anxiety, which you know, hey, kudos to this him for get- still being able to get up on stage. But anyway, he was there was some. Uh, I think they were playing. Was it in Texas, Matt? I think it was in Texas. And I thought he was, did it because it was hot. It was so hot, and apparently the heat kind of gets to gets to his anxiety, and so he played literally played the gig from the bathroom. And he had like a, a he had a camera on him, and so the the audience oh. could see him. And and L.A. Guns <laughs> still did the show. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's I mean, a, there's so many things to unpack there. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> like where do you, I know again uh, again like I, my inclination is to say okay the if the person that guy's got if he has that much anxiety he's trying to find a way to make it work. So I I do admire that. On the other hand, I don't know if I'm driving. I don't know if I'm going to my backyard to watch that show. I seriously, no, I'm I'm pissed if I'm a fan. L.A. Guns yeah. is a big band, you know. I'm pissed if I'm a fan going to that show, and Tracy Guns is playing guitar from in the, the bathroom? bathroom. Because let's be honest, right nowadays, because it's pretty much Phil Lewis and <clears throat> Tracy Guns. Those are the only two original members. I'm going to see L.A. Guns because of Tracy Guns, right? You, so. you, you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember remember the movie The Naked Gun when he's like he has like he he's like at some event and he has like a hot mic and he goes to the bathroom and the yes, whole like yes. well, the whole like ballroom can hear him like yeah. going like peeing. <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> right or did worse. That, did that see guns in the bathroom that might be an interesting show just like stray drunks wander in and go oh sorry man i'm in the (laughs) middle of your guitar solo (laughs) that's a good point somebody goes in somebody goes in a stall to puke and it's tracy (laughs) oh i would imagine it was like the dressing room bathroom but maybe i don't know you don't know you don't Yeah, what club like, was it at? Because some it'd of the be even uh, better if it was just at like some radio. Somewhere. Yeah, like he's he's a, he's there. The guys are just walking by and they wave as they go by the camera. That's hey, right. I think it was Buck Cherry who had like I think it was their video. It was a crazy bitch. A lot of that was like shot in like a bathroom. There was like oh, some was? real like raunchy yeah. scenes of it. Maybe, ba- maybe he rage- was going. Maybe he was going for that. We play that tune. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy yeah. bitch, by the way. Yeah. And I, I watched, I, I, to learn it, I watched the video. And right. You know what I'm talking one, about? One yeah. of the videos is like, it looked like part of it was in a jail, in a jail cells. And yeah, I was like, yeah. But there's part of it, like in a bathroom, like there's people at urinals. Yeah. It's very weird. That's anyway. A, that's it. I don't want to go off topic, but that song is <laughs> like you. And we were talking about this, Matt, with different bands or like the, uh, the band I'm in now, Rage, has a really strong following. We love the the fans, and we yeah. But, but we have a certain club or a certain place we're gonna yes do well at, and and that's not Sunday in the park. 
That's it right. It could be for other bands. Yeah. So that's one of those songs that's not a Sunday in the Park song. Yeah, I would not play that, that song. Must Sunday go well. Park. You guys must love playing that up at Bentley's. At, at Bentley's, if we don't play it, we can't go to our cars without an escort. I, yeah. It's a, <laughs> no, you know don't what? Tell John? the listeners, to, tell the listeners to, about Bentley's, though. Hold I used on, to so play it in. A, I used to play it in a band that played similar type of venues, and it was the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's yeah. It, it's a great energy. It's a great vibe, but it's it's uh, it's different. It's it's just for different stuff. It, and it's a great tune, but it's it's kind of crazy, especially this. It day is. Day. I mean, I'm <laughs> part, part of it is I'm kind of on the fence, and so we picked up another tune, "Bad Girlfriend," which I didn't yep. really know, and that might be a one-hit wonder band, but that also has a similar kind of aggressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it was a one-hit wonder. I dated a lot of those in college. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no, no, no. I meant, I meant the band. <laughs> no, I know. No, no, no. He's saying he had a lot of bad girlfriends in college. <laughs> Got uh, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The jokes are flying already tonight. Speaking of bad, guys. speaking of bad girlfriends, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> oh, you want to get into this now? All right. Yeah, I had because I had to do that transition. That's a good she transition. Was, you know, by all accounts, she was a bad girlfriend. So um, Alanis made the news. Now, listen, I the our listeners know that the Matt and I disagree on this. I I love Alanis Morissette. I thought Jagged Little Pill at the time was one of the best. I think I still think it's one of the greatest. Yeah, no. I think it's it belongs up there in the in the top fifty of the greatest <sighs> albums of uh, all time, rock albums. Her voice just grates me. Oh no, <laughs> no, you're wrong. You're what wrong. do you think, John? Are you are you an Alanis fan? I I did like that album when it came out. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but okay. I, well, I'm overruled. Okay, it was it was new. And and she was a her voice was new. I hear what you're saying about the voice. You either you either like it or you don't. There's no in between kind of with her. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there's, yeah. There's I'll pick any of the singers. Like uh, I mean, Grace Slick is one that that always comes to mind. She had that super fast vibrato. Some yep, people thought yep. she was just like rock goddess. Other people were like, I just I just can't. I can't do it. Yeah. No, but yep, I liked yep. it. Although. Uh, it kind of, I think she hit she hit the scene very hard and very powerfully, but I don't know what happened after that. I don't know if she did many albums after that or what happened to her. I think oh, it's a really good I think it's a really good point. It was really all about Jagged Little Pill and then it kind of ended. I mean, I think you know it was a slow kind of burn after that. It was but, a slow burn. No, yeah, you're right. But she's yeah. done some other stuff that I have enjoyed, but not as much as Jagged Little Pill. But he she was slated to perform at the Rock Hall ceremony, which happened uh Let's see. Was it last week? It was last she, week. She was inducted, right? She uh, Pull up the article that I sent you the link. And she was slated to perform, I think, with. Oh, she I, wasn't I think, inducted. Okay. She wasn't inducted. No, no, no. She was slated to perform. Oh, was she was supposed Carly to. Simon and, she was supposed to perform You're So Vain with Olivia it, Rodrigo in tribute to Carly. It, Simon. A tribute to Carly Simon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you're right. She wasn't inducted. But she's, she, you know, going back to that conversation, is she inductable? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, um, I, I don't think the, she doesn't have the longevity as a real big yeah, star. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she's you know? out. I agree. All right. Next. Yeah, but Whoa, she, that's so, fast. I love it though. Geez, he just I mean, makes decisions. I mean, he's the he's the decisive one on that's this. That's it. She's out. God yeah. forbid I ever show up in front of Matt the judge because who knows, <laughs> who knows what he's feeling that day. I might just go like this here. Just put him on me. Just, just put, put him, him on. You're, Matt's, you're Matt's just done. He's you can't you can't fool him. But you're tough. But anyway, so what what happened, Dave? So yeah. she she um she decided to pull out and um 
and because she has felt that she feels that the uh, the rock hall and those involved have been very anti-woman and she doesn't want to support that kind of sentiment. And, oh, interesting. Um, and so she's making a statement and whether that's true or not, or you believe it or not, or, or whatever, uh, you know, she didn't go into a ton of detail, but she kind of made that very, you know, I mean, what nowadays, dare I say, it's kind of, it's really, it's kind of trendy to say these things without going into more detail. I wish she had in the article, in the interview, I wish she had kind of gone into more detail about what, it, what, what does she really feel? Because I think these are kind of important things. If there's some, if there's some bad stuff going on, you know, against women at the rock hall, let's hear about it. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's hard to know. I did read that article and another one, I, I scanned it kind of quick and it didn't, it didn't come right out and say, this was said, that was said, or these things weren't done or these things were done. It was, yeah, more, I think that's important to know. And I, and I yeah. mean that in a, in a serious way. Like if there's, if there's stuff that's going on that needs to change. So in her, I mean, let's state, talk about it. Yep. I agree. In in her statement, she's really talking about the industry, right? She's talking and about the industry as a whole. In but- industry as a whole that has reduced w- women, and she she makes a couple of things in here. Um, but not a lot of condes- a lot of condescension and disrespectfulness, reduction, dismissiveness. Then she says yep. contract breaching, which yeah, is interesting. Exploitation and psychological violence throughout my career. But you know what? You we hear this time and time again from women in music that they get taken advantage of. Why now about this from artists too? Why now? Why now? And why now? And what this one article I read from that was in variety on it said, yeah. um, You know, this is so difficult because I'm just going to go on record and say kind of what um, Matt was saying earlier. I have no idea what happened there. And if there's, if, if, if something, or maybe Dave said it, but if something happened, which I believe it could have. Um, that's just really wrong, and it's a really hostile environment. And it's yep. it's just and and let's not. I mean, let's. Be, we all know if you're if she's looking back and talking about history, there's plenty of examples where this stuff was going Lots on. Lots of examples. Oh, so, totally. So it's not like this is out of left field. But that being no. said, Dave, you're making the point. What happened here? It's important to know, like, what really happened, just so we can get an understanding. Oh, maybe the maybe the boundary has shifted a little bit. I don't know, but it's important to kind of know what happened. And then the, the variety article just kind of, it gets vague and it, and it's the typical unnamed sources that are saying, well, she was working out a song with another, uh, uh, I can't remember who they said it was with, but they were practicing, they were rehearsing on the stage and something happened and she walked off and that started this. So what happened? The the people the unnamed sources are like well she was struggling with the song she was having oh. a bad she was having a bad experience with trying to work the song out maybe somebody said something I don't know but it's it's vague she took it that, the wrong wait, wait, wait. way so possibly she, took it the she, wrong way but the, again these oh, unnamed sources are brutal the unnamed so, sources I mean because who knows what they might just be sniping at her I don't know so yeah, so this is so this is so this is potentially an event that happened like in rehearsals for this actual performance right. Wow. Okay. I didn't, I didn't put that together. Okay. Wow. Interesting. And then okay, she, well, but that's yeah. where she brought out like this one comment in variety. However, Morissette continued, I have spent decades in an industry that is rife with an overarching anti-woman sentiment and yep. tolerated a lot of condescension, disrespectfulness on and on. I don't doubt that any of that. I, I, that's I'm what I'm sure saying. That happened. I, I don't I'm sure doubt that it happened. at all. I'm sure yeah. that happened. That, so that's it brought why up it, a lot of things for her, whatever happened. Uh, 
in totally different shoes. Like she's been through that at a very high level. She, I'm sure she had to put up with a lot. It probably just, I'm not going to guess even, maybe it sprung out. Whereas if it would have happened to somebody else, maybe it doesn't because they didn't have all that negative experience. Dave, I'm just going to agree with you and say, I I really do want to know the details because I think it's important. Like what happened? I mean, that's how, that's how you exact change, right? So if there's some major things going on, great. Let's, I mean, not great, but let's, let's hear about them. We want to know. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the who, the what, the where. Because that's the only way things change. So and people should be held accountable if they and people should be held accountable. Look, look, there, were like like some, is... there were some snide remarks and little things like that mm-hmm. that maybe were taken the wrong way, or maybe she overreacted or something like that. Okay, now it's the jury is out. Let make make your own judgment and decide whether you think she's you know she's blowing sure. this out of proportion. But if there were some serious things that have gone on, right. let's talk about them. You know, well, I, that I mean, look, maybe that's what it is. There was a. You know, we had a big kind of, um, you know, exposure on this in Hollywood with yep. Weinstein, right? Like, a, oh, right. Goodness. Like a I was going to use him as an example. Maybe, maybe there's a reckoning that needs to happen in in this in this. In right? This Do you think industry. that? I, see, that that was my first you know? thought. Was Weinstein? Is there some you know music exec that's that's you know maybe this comes out next year that maybe you know, another artist maybe. come out and say this guy was a real you know similar this, to Harvey Weinstein but or this whatever. Is, but th- this is why when you look at somebody like uh, Taylor Swift and how she just dominates the industry in every way, right. even on the business side of it, it's kind of like, this is why like you say, say what you want about what she does as a uh, artist, but what she does as like a business person is kind of unbelievable. Oh, Taylor but, Swift is amazing. You got to I mean, really hand it to her because she, you know, she's like a, she's like an icon and like a mogul and, and she <clears throat> shifts the industry. Like she shifted the whole thing with Spotify single-handedly. Right. Um, so she's so so it makes you kind of appreciate like what she's doing even more when you hear about stuff like this, because right. I doubt that Taylor is dealing with that. I mean, maybe she did when she was younger. I guarantee you she probably did. But, um, you know, who who knows? But anyway, this there's is, been this is to, to your point, uh, there's been a lot of women and w- to try to name them is is going to leave people out that you don't want to. I mean, yeah. I think yeah. even people like Madonna. Now, you can say what you want, but she's. Oh, totally. Com- yeah. She's a chameleon that's been able to stay in the industry, dominate at times, change her whole sound, her music, her look, her, and she keeps staying relevant in it and, and was a yeah. powerhouse, right, for yeah. many years. And I mean, just think of what, what had to happen for her to get to the top is... Yeah, I think that's right. I think like people like her paved point. the way for for Taylor to really become this dominating force. Sure, and say, and, and, say, and, and uh, say like, no, this is how we're going to do things. I have the power. I'm the artist. Like, I'm going to do this. And yeah, I have it the is fan amazing. Base, like you, you say, know? Taylor Swift as a as yeah. a, a young woman coming in to to be able to. Although she's got all that she's gone through and is going through quite a bit, isn't she? She's re-recording all of her. Yeah. Songs yeah. So, so let's, is, yeah. Let, let's, so that's let's, what I mean. This let's is get incredible. into this in a yeah. little bit because she is. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Taylor. Topic. We're going to talk about and, Taylor a little bit later. But and yeah. we definitely so, want to expand on all of this because this I, is all good stuff. I do. I do want to move on to another piece of gossip. Matt has one more thing to That's mention. just hilarious. This is hysterical. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, there's a long standing beef between Sharon Osborne, Osborne and Bruce Dickinson. Sharon! From, from <laughs> Bruce that was Dickinson, pretty good. Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden, right? So the lead singer of Iron Maiden. So so there's that, right? Apparently, 
the beef comes from the Oz Fest from 2005, where he was on the the bill and he went on tour on Oz Fest and proceeded to bash Ozzy and Sharon like on stage, yeah. and um, that's and, not like, cool. And just be like an overall jerk. This is the way this is Sharon's side of the story. I'd love to hear his side of the story. But Sharon's side of the story is like, well, he bashes, bashes Ozzy at every turn on, on the tour. And we've been dealing with this guy. And he's she said, like, he's he's an FNA hole. <laughs> and Ozzy so, tried so, to tell his side, but nobody could understand. No one could understand what he was saying. So apparently this came back <laughs> up. Apparently, this came back up because somebody asked her about it in an interview and she just like let loose again. Like apparently she's been harboring this for, you know, 18 years or whatever it's been. And she, and she like just unleashes on him again and said, he's an FNA hole. And he did this and he did. And he said this about Ozzy. And then she called them, which this is why I think the interesting part of it is she said, she says he's a faceless rock star, which I think is really interesting because I think she's dead on with that. Meaning like, okay. So meaning like oh, if you, if you come across Bruce Dickinson in a crowd, like you're not going to know who the hell he is. If you come across Ozzy, you're okay, going to know who this, Ozzy is. You're right. This John, this sparked you know? a whole like text thread with, with Matt and myself earlier. I don't think that's necessarily so I, I mean, Bruce Dickinson is obviously the singer of one of the biggest rock bands, one, ever. iconic bands ever. But as a front man, you don't think of him as like one of these iconic. Yeah, you don't think of him as an iconic. That's a really, it's a good point, Sharon. I gave him, <laughs> I gave him an example though, John, and I said, nowadays, if Jimmy Page is walking around, how many people, like say fifty and under, would actually go, well, "That's Jimmy Page." Yeah, well, you, I would. You, you, you said fifty. And- 50 and under, so I don't qualify, so I can't answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dave, what does it matter if it's 50 and under? Like, I'm just thinking about like Ozzy is just, you know, and it is, and he's made Bruce Dickinson's made comments and he said, you know, well, you know, I don't need a, a, a reality show to make me important, you know, and famous. And he, you know, to give him uh, credit, like he's got somewhat of a point there because Ozzy really no, became Ozzy was massively name. famous before that. But you, w- I was going to say, but you would still recognize Ozzy. Every, just na- but name Ozzy had that iconic one. look. Stephen you know, Tyler. Ozzy has a very, Stephen Tyler. Stephen Tyler, uh, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, very unique looks. Axl Rose. Just yes. name all the great. Robert Plant, you would recognize walking down the street. You just Robert Plant, Yeah, but not the average, not the average person chris robinson people would even know right from chris robinson he would you're right that's another one you just you know the look you know that the jean jacket or the bell bottoms or whatever he's wearing right you would pick up bruce dickinson what he's like flying a plane like who the hell is this i had to google him (laughs) you know i had to google him like i don't know but i'm gonna just i i never was a i I never grew up loving iron maiden to me they were they were scary I mean, because I, I agree. Think, I, I didn't agree. know that music. Yeah. I, but, I mean, you know, I, what I here's what I know about Iron Maiden, full disclosure. They had the coolest album covers of just like whoever was drawing and making that art with the like cart, like the, the skeletons, the, uh, horrific looking cartoon characters. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know. That's they, really, they really, really do I, have I, some I remember, great artwork. I remember really when do, I, John, that's a great point. I remember when I was a kid and Blizzard of Oz was, uh, I remember going to like, we used to have a fair that came to my town that I, that I grew up in. It came on our, our April school break. And I remember like all, when you went and like did all the prizes, like for those games or like you shoot darts or balloons, whatever it is. Um, 
all yeah. the prizes were like these, like the metal T-shirts. I remember I won one, and it, I, I wonder. I, I too bad I don't still own this thing. I won one, and it was like Aussie, like Blizzard of Oz. And oh, I remember, I remember my aunt because nice. my, my parents didn't know who the hell it was. They were like, "That's," and I thought it was kind of scary, but still kind of cool. But I remember my aunt who was like really into like the lexicon of pop music and stuff at the time in the eighties. She she was like, "Oh my god, like that guy's yeah. that guy's like the devil. You can't have yeah. that." Like he, he, ate, he bit the head off a bat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, if you look at the Iron Maiden, I just Google, I'm looking at the Iron Maiden album cover. Just It's just called Iron Maiden. And they have this, like, it's a drawing of like a, uh, some kind of ghoul with like rock and roll hair. Yeah. And your aunt must've been thinking, all right, he's out back sacrificing chipmunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i think they like took it away from me. i don't it's know whatever scary. happened to that shirt i think they took it away from me or something so that's what yeah. i know about iron yeah. maiden and and sharon she has a good point if i'm so i don't even remember the guy's name you were talking bruce about. dickinson bruce dickinson. that's the thing yeah. you don't even know who he is yeah i think I mean, I, well I, yeah a lot of uh, but iron maiden as big as they are is not really like a household like well, yeah, their household name, like you Dave, know, you know the name Iron Maiden. Let's but be Dave, honest, really Bruce Dickinson is not Axel. Like, get it? Like, he's, change he's name. not. Sorry, this is right. got to change a name. It's this is all a great point, and I'll give you another one, Dave. Um, like you wouldn't know if if you were if you were walking down the street, you wouldn't know. Um, so well, no, no, I'm saying the opposite. I'm sorry. You know who Dave? M- um, what is it? <laughs> From Megadeth, Dave, oh, Dave Mustaine. Mustaine. Yeah, but I'm a huge. What I'm saying Dave is, you Mustaine, and I and I'm John not a huge, huge thrash fan, fans. and I know who Dave Mustaine is. But and we're I'm not even a thrash huge fan. music fans. What I'm saying is, the average human being that isn't isn't uh, as obsessed with yeah. with rock music as us would not necessarily recognize Jimmy Page. Wouldn't rec- necessarily recognize. I mean, I was thinking earlier, maybe Clapton's probably a guy that everybody would recognize, yeah. right? Clapton's uh, like, and then these days he's just like a regular old guy. Yeah, yeah, but everybody would recognize him. Maybe you're right, you but know? anyway. So I, I think but Sharon's I think there's a lot to something. I think not where you wouldn't necessarily recognize them. I give in the I, mainstream. I say points to Sharon on that. She makes a. She makes, <laughs> and by the way, I I love how she's always coming to Ozzy's defense. She she's really in his corner and, and saying she really is. If if you're if you're saying something about Ozzy, look out. Sharon's a lot of yeah that. i think i think like he's very Ozzy's, supportive of him yeah if, if he didn't have, and i think he says this if he didn't have a sharon you know who oh, knows? i mean you kidding me who knows i don't know, know ozzy he could be he could be um fine but he likes to promote that persona of if sharon wasn't there i don't think he could find his way into the kitchen to make some toast I, I, he probably couldn't I, I mean i did watch him once right. on his show make toast but i mean it was it was <laughs> it was difficult for him okay so I'm not, he would have been dead 40 years ago without sharon right nobody could nobody could butter his toast and and, and that's fine i don't mean if that's tr- but that but is anyway. he, he likes to promote that persona i think too he, he let's does. face it that's part of what makes ozzy ozzy it's true right. it's very true yeah well, sometimes well this is just so, these iconic people like an ozzy's one of them you know what? You know why I think that might be true, that this could be a little bit of an act on Ozzy's part is because when he sings, you can understand every damn word he's singing, which is yeah. unbelievable. And why even is still that? The, and the album that he just put out, it, I think is actually very good. It he is. can still sing. It is good. It's amazing. It, it really yeah. is. Unless like it's one of those um, human 
things that you, you can't really function in, in day-to-day life, but then you have this very unique skill that you can just channel. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a savant. Yeah. It could be, I think that that could be true. You're right. He sings, and he's, on. he's on key and he's got, he's got such conviction in his voice and yeah. he's strong and, and it doesn't match. It doesn't match what you see shuffling around the kitchen in his bathroom. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's really so odd. true. It's so, and then it, like, you know, they perform at the Commonwealth games. We were talking about that with the Sabbath. And I was like, this is like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> where other, and, you, and, and I've heard you guys discuss it before where other yeah. aging rockers and especially lead singers, it's very unkind to lead singers. Totally. Lead, lead guitarist, you can kind of get through it. You can fumble. You can. Yeah. You can you're you've got your guitar, you just whatever. But the the voice is so very difficult to I the mean the voice that's where varies. It varies so much. Like the voice, you know, you wake up one day and you're like, Right, is my voice gonna sound the same today as it did yesterday? How am I feeling? How much mm-hmm. should I sleep? Like right. it's, just, it's so. It's so you crazy. add forty years to that, yeah. and then what? Yeah, you and then it's right, like, then what do you have? It's not it's much. crazy. It's crazy. But so. so many of these artists, it's really amazing that that you think about their persona, and sometimes it's just it's just a, and they're completely different off stage. And it's yeah. really when you see an interview, or you know, you just see like a, a you know a cell phone video of some rock star yeah. in public, just <laughs> a coffee or whatever, and it's like, wow, that's so and so. It's just not, some you don't necessarily recognize the yeah. persona you recognize the person but not the persona if we got through um, the po- we we're, we're getting through the podcast and we haven't mentioned vince neal <laughs> oh we mentioned him every podcast he's a, we he's should, a, shall we move on he's a great example age does yeah. not treat lead singers well sometimes but you know example it's it's i mean it's just sad sometimes because it's 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 the entertainment industry in general yeah and i know you know it's always been very uh, unkind to women as they age, the entertainment industry. Yeah, totally. It's, now it's at least there's equal opportunity for that because you see people, like you say, he's not, he's just not carrying it well. And it's, his <laughs> it's voice terrible. is gone. His voice is pretty much gone too. It's I mean, gone. It's gone. It's right? gone. It's sad, this is but the it's thing, true. You know? Let's it's, just state it. It's yeah. Not, it's sad, but you it's true. Like, it many times. You know what's and interesting? They're taking this tour in, to Europe. You know what's interesting? In, in contrast to Bon Jovi, now Bon Jovi's voice is shot for all intents and purposes. Right. But Bon Jovi's got Bon Jovi's got years. this like he's got this like silver fox thing going on where the women he, it almost doesn't matter what he sings because the women still love him, right? So now he's somebody you'd recognize walking down the street. Oh, and everybody totally. Would recognize, yeah, oh yeah, you know? totally. Oh, well, because wasn't his dad a, a beautician or his mom or somebody was a hairdresser? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That makes a oh, lot of maybe, sense, yeah. but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't know that. I mean, if you want to talk like amazing rock hair, that dude's like, he's in the rock hair hall of fame. He's oh, totally. Totally. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Take a whole topic oh. from the pod. Are we moving on or no? <laughs> yeah. Let's get into our headliner for the night. Okay. So this is a, we, we alluded to Taylor Swift and we're going to get into her a little bit too, but there was um this, this kind of, this kind of piqued my interest to talk about because this entire uh, podcast is about Taylor Swift. This whole thing's about Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, they, so uh, uh, do you know M Shadows, who is the lead now, who singer? Who the hell of, is this guy? M Shadows is the lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold. A band oh, you okay, all right, like. all right, all right. Anyway, he was he was he was uh, quoted in an article recently complaining about, um, you know, the likes of Taylor Swift and a few others. And he I don't know if he necessarily named names, but 
you know, those artists who are now putting out and have in the past put out multiple versions of the same album, ah, meaning a deluxe version or uh, one has a couple different songs on it, or there's a, a different version of the same song or something like that. This has been going and on forever. It's been going on forever. Then I wanted to talk about it. So what do you okay. guys think? I think, you know, it's easy to say, okay, it's a money grab, but is there something artistic to this? Well, well, and if you're going to dude... release music to your fans, why wouldn't you just release everything to your fans on the same, on the one, on one single record? I don't yeah. Know. So M shadows came out and said, you know, I think this is ripping off the fans. Like you're treating your fans. He said it was fan abuse. It's fan abuse. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what, he what he said. Do you think it's, it's fan abuse? I don't know if it's fan abuse. I just think it is it, it, to some degree. It is taking advantage. Um, you know, but again, they, these, you know, artists are artists and they're, they're at the end of the day, they're salespeople. They have to sell themselves. Right. So yeah. And if, if, if it, yeah. if it does, if it does help them to, you know, keep the fire going by keeping your fans entertained with different types of albums that are coming out, even though it's the same, the same thing, but presented differently or whatever it is, I guess that's what you have to do. I mean, is it fan abuse? If, if people willingly purchase it, right. No. No, no, yeah, it's people, a good point. Like especially it's, with Taylor Swift with her Swifties, whatever the hell they're called. Um, <laughs> I mean, this like people are clamoring yeah. for this merchandise. Like we had on um we had on Brando from the Guns N' Roses, the Appetite for Distortion podcast. You know, the main reason we discovered him and learned about the podcast is because we were so excited about the box set for the use your illusion box set. And we were kind of talking about it on socials and we came across them and, you know, we had them on and we talked all about use your illusion box set. I mean, yeah, we've listened to these albums. <laughs> yeah, We're like super excited for this re-release to come out. I mean, yeah, granted, this is the 30 years in the making. So there's that, but, but also like, we're excited about the extra tracks. We're excited about the remastering. Okay. You know, this stuff That's is what I was going to get into. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that, my, my, the bottom line I feel like is if people are willingly buying it, they're, they're getting something out of it. Otherwise they're not going to buy it. And I can't call mm. it fan abuse. I get, you know, kudos to the guy for trying to make a point and get into the <laughs> news because the three of us have never heard of him. But yeah, again, I, I don't. I don't know Avenge Sevenfold all that much. I, no. I'm I'm a big fan of of um, okay. Avenge okay. Avenge Threefold, but I don't know where this Avenge. <laughs> seven, I don't know where Seven. Came totally into. making that up, weren't you? <laughs> I can. Tell. I actually dig some of their music, but not, Avenge not, Threefold. Not a lot. They're I much, celebrate they're much, their entire catalog. They're much. They're much lighter than Avenge Sevenfold. Sevenfold That's just right. too many folds. Too many so folds. What you, yeah. what you brought up, though, Matt, yeah, yeah. I was going to bring up, and you beat me to the punch. Uh oh. I do like Damn the, it. the re edited, or what did you, what were you calling it? It's remastered. Like remastered. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you really get a much, just the mixes is, is uh, you hear totally. things that you didn't hear the first time around, in, in, uh, although sometimes it doesn't work. I'll give you two quick examples. Yeah. yeah. These are totally random. One time it, one time it worked for me as a bass player um, was California dreaming, you know, with a, uh, not, not California. Uh, what's the California cation? No, no, no. The, the song uh, was it? Oh, California. The, the mama's in the Papas? No, 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 no. Oh. It, so see now I'm just, I blew my whole point. California <laughs> dreaming. It's just called California. I think was it Tupac and. Uh, oh yeah. I think it is called Cal. It might be called California uh, dreaming. Yeah. It might be called that. Yeah. California, no, yeah. no, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. California yeah. love, California, California love. Thank you, California. It was Dr. Dre and Tupac. Okay, that was awesome. Now, as a bass player, 
I love the these beats and grooves that they got because oh, they that's the great. whole song. It starts out and you hear the song. I don't know any of the words. I like the rhythm of the rapping. That's really cool. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the words, but the, I say the same thing about Bruce Springsteen songs. I don't listen to the words. Dr. Dre, though, what a master of beats so and bass that lines. That song and was so iconic, and it's been, of course, it's been overplayed now. Now they came out with a different version of it, with a different bass line. They slowed it down, and they let the bass player open up and stretch out. Oh, and his, he's playing these funky riffs. That's cool. I just. I mean, I can't get enough of it. I eat it up with a spoon. That's I love awesome. That. So they re, they, that's an example for me. Again, I told you it'd be totally random. I love that. They did it. And to me, it's better. That's now, awesome. Yeah. There's there's other things where they people come out with something and they remaster it. And, and I can't even tell the difference. I'm really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what's and the I, point of this? And I don't yeah. like it. And I'll give you one example is uh, ZZ Top with uh, LaGrange. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have LaGrange and the, the, the original version had a certain drum mix on it where it was kind of mixed in the back yeah, or it was blended. And then the new, they have a new version that you hear a lot. People might not even recognize it, but the drummer mixed way out front with that big booming snare drum sound that was happening in the eighties and nineties. Like, uh, if yep, you remember yep. power station with, uh, Robert Palmer and some of oh, those, yeah, totally. those guys, yeah, yeah. that big booming yeah, and yeah. It totally takes away from the song for me. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it ruins. Yeah, it. don't you? Is that isn't that almost like I say? I hate that when the drums are really on. Like I, I I'm, I, Matt, I've talked about this before, not on the show, but just in, you know, casually. It's like right. sometimes a, a mix really get, annoys you, and it's like you want you in your mind, you have like this, you envision like how you'd want to hear it, and sometimes it's just not the way it is, and it's like it's, sometimes you just can't like a song. Because of the mix, you know, well, you know a yeah. great a great drum mix. When you say that, I love it's an iconic. Is uh, Simple Minds? Don't you forget about me? Oh, real? That's oh, a yeah. random one. Okay, I like it though. That great song. You listen to that drum mix. It's the to me. It's the whole song. I don't care what they're that that drum. That guy is just passionately pounding <laughs> it, and it's such it's so locked in. Like that drum mix. <laughs> to your point, Dave, it's a little loud. I don't care. Turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah, sometimes it's great. Forget but what, what you said earlier, me. that yeah. one, right? What you yes. said earlier about remasters and um and and different variations of, of the same mm. song. Uh, see, back in the day, like I mean, they still put people still artists still put out box sets, but that used to be the thing, right? You'd hear the different versions on a box set when they were finally released. I you love that. I love that stuff. Artists never used to do this kind of thing where you'd see two different albums come out with two different album covers when and each album has a couple different things on it. It's like either put the entire thing out to your fans as one or, or release it later. And, you know, I'll give you one example of something that, that, that I appreciated when after Tom Petty died and they put out that American treasure box, I, I bought that. And I, there's a lot of different, you know, alternate versions of songs on there that are in, in demos and yeah, and that's stuff. awesome. And, that, yeah. That's great. But that's kind of, that's kind of how I want to consume it. I want to. What, what do you mean? It. You don't want a deluxe album with this stuff on it? Well, no, I. It's it's different. What I'm saying is like hearing that, like not realizing that some of this stuff existed, and then later on hearing it as a as a fan, I yeah. enjoy it more because it's like, wow, that I've always I've been so used to hearing, you know, Mary, uh, you name the song, any Tom Petty song, and wow, Last what a cool Mary Jane. 
last instance, Mary Jane, or uh, you know anything. So do you wreck me? Yeah, you right. Yeah, we could name petty songs all night. But I'm just saying, like <laughs> any any alternative version that now that I've had yeah. ingrained in my head what it should sound like, and then hearing it differently nice. is really enjoyable to me. To, that's a good point, Dave. And to to the point earlier is uh maybe well, well you just made it earlier. I mean, sixty seconds ago. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> that's a long time ago. That's a long it time was ago. Uh, it was a long uh, time ago. No, you were saying it's how they package it. How are they pack? Are you putting like two new songs and then six songs we've already heard before with not much difference? Okay, I have a problem with that. Or yeah. are you doing the Tom Petty thing where it's a lot of new stuff, it's a lot of outtakes, it's a lot of second versions that sound uniquely different, and maybe a couple new songs. Okay, that's different or stuff you haven't heard before. So we so we talked about this with this with this use your illusion box set, there isn't a lot of new stuff on it. And it's a little bit disappointing because the one they came out with a few years back with appetite for destruction, there was a lot of cool like demos, um, like unreleased stuff, like rehearsal stuff, like some cool stuff was on that. They didn't do that. We use your illusion. However, they did just release. They kind of previewed it on their website. They released it on YouTube and stuff. They did November Rain with a um, real orchestra. I forget the exact orchestra, but they they did like a different version of November Rain. Basically, everything on the original recording is the same, like same original tracks, except for the strings, which are all done by a live orchestra that they recorded it with. And they did change the mix quite a bit. If you listen to it, like Axel's vocal harmonies in the background, you can hear them. You're like, did they did they record that new? But they claim they didn't. So you're like, oh, wow, that was there all along. I just never heard it to your point earlier about the mixes. So that's the, if there's something really cool like that going on, that's great. Like in like an alternative kind yeah. of mix in that way. That's cool. But I agree with you. Unless unless they're going to give me some unreleased songs or demos or something cool. It's like this is I agree. Like at that point, it's like this is kind of a ripoff. <laughs> yeah, maybe she and I, yeah. I don't know because I don't I don't know a lot of her stuff, although I think some of it's amazing. Like, uh, like that, like she has a song back in style. I think it is, is. That Taylor. Are we talking yeah. about Taylor again? Yeah, no, yeah. T- Taylor's great. It's a yeah. different, it's a different vibe. And let me yeah. just get it. Uh, I know, to- I know what song you're talking because my, my daughter likes Taylor. She doesn't like all of, she's not, she's not a Swifty, but she occasionally will play some songs. Yeah, that she it's likes. just called style. But, uh, when I heard it, it has a dark, uh, sound in a, a really nice groove on it oh it totally and she's, does. her yeah. voice sounds different oh totally that's it, one that's it, like we'll never go back in yeah, style yeah. we'll never go out of style yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one yeah, yeah that's a, that's a great mean, song that is a great pop song <laughs> she I mean, i'll tell you that, what she's great she's that, is, that really is i mean she has she has some of them although you, you say say uh, what you want but man she can she can write songs and she i mean she's She's a powerhouse. She she just is. It's unbelievable. She just is. So anyway, but yeah, you know, look, I yeah. if you're like a mega f- fan, you're going to be clamoring for this stuff. Yeah. So you can't blame the artist for putting this stuff out. I, I mean, I don't think you can, you know, nah. you know, it's like if people want to collect this stuff, it's collectible. Like, just just do it. Just put it out there. Right. So. Yeah, I think I think what M Shadows was talking about though is more like that the average fan, like that not the mega fan that's going to buy eat up everything that that artist puts out. It's just like if you're going to release new, new music, release it on one album so I only have to buy one album if I yeah, want to buy I, an I get, album at all, I, you know. I get that point, but it's like they don't want to. <laughs> I, I know. 
<laughs> so what is this with Taylor? But she is there. Did I hear this about she put out three different versions of her new album? Is that apparently true? that happened? Yeah. I mean, because this is what it is. It's like a part. There's like a version you can buy at Target where you buy where there's like another song that you can't get anywhere else. There's another right. version you buy okay. at like Walmart. That's what know. annoys me. That yeah. annoys me. Okay, so you guys because now I this. have to go to a different store just yeah. to, if I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Now she's making me go it to Target, go to Walmart. If That's I annoying. I'll tell you that what. Is annoying. If you put out a deluxe th- version that I can't get on Apple Music or Spotify, I'm going to be pissed off. So, right. yeah, you know, maybe, maybe you know, first world problems. But yeah, I'm pissed after off we too. just spent all this time defending Taylor. Like, yeah, maybe that is a little ridiculous. Well, that's See, just, that's a straight <laughs> up marketing thing. That's oh, totally. Up. I mean, oh, she has agreements. Yeah. She has agreements with Target. She's making money. She's not like the richest pop star ever. You know, modern pop star. We should say for She's for nothing. Not- you know, she must be close. She no, must no, no. be close. She's not the richest ever. She's, she doesn't. She hasn't surpassed like Paul McCartney and the Stones. But she, I bet she will. I bet she. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Did you just did you just put the Stones in the pop category? No, no, no. I'm saying in terms of the highest paid. Well, we said right? pop star, and then you said the Stones. I'm just making sure. No, hey, you no. Know she, what? Well, they, I not? mean, come on, man. They're they're pretty pop. What? Pop. Yeah, pop popular. Pop means pop. Yeah, exactly. Pop, yeah. Book. Yeah, no, pop, not the pop, music yeah, genre. Yeah. No, not, not the music genre, but in terms of like, she's always on the list of top paid entertainers. She always is. Sure. You got to have but, Michael Jackson, uh, Paul McCartney, the Beatles, the Stones. Yeah, all all those people are all way up there, but she's oh, yeah, up there and she's up there for a reason because she probably made a mega gazillion deal with Target. She's still you so know? young, though. I mean, that's the point. I know. The, I know. The other <laughs> people we're talking about are literally closing in on 80. It, no, nice. I, I, no, they are. They're eighty. Are they eighty? Which, yeah. which, by the way, and I'm not going off topic, but this could be for another podcast. But yeah, uh, yeah. Which aging rock stars have you seen lately, and how how did they look, or how did they do? How did they sound? Well, not we bad. saw we saw Aeros- we saw Aeros- with the Femway. Yep. yep. Go, Go back, back and, and listen, listen to that to episode that. if you want to yeah. hear our review because. It was an actually interesting take that we uh, both of us had <laughs> yeah. on the show. So go I mean, back and was, listen to episode. It, it, was I, it episode eighty three or something? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a okay. couple months. Yeah, ago. that okay. I saw the Doobie ago. Brothers. And, yeah, how did I'm they? Telling, go? I'm telling you, they were killing it. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. still kill it. Yeah, Tom, Tom Johnston, right? Four he was, five yeah. part harmonies. That oh they, yeah, so they good. were right out front, and they they played over two hours, and uh, you know nobody had to sit down, and <laughs> no, they were killing it, and I'm not. I mean, they just hit song after song. They weren't talking a lot in the in in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've seen other I've seen other bands that are struggling and really aren't. They have like one member from the old band, like um, yeah, Marshall Tucker. Unfortunately, I saw them a few years back, and they just had the original singer, and he just came out and would like start the first, sing the first verse, first chorus, and then walk backstage, and then a bunch oh, that's of like terrible. 30 somethings would jam for like oh, that's horrible. Oh. Well, you know, Dave and I last year, Dave and I saw a 38 special at our at our state fair at um at the Field Fair. Yep. And they only have what, Dave? One I think it's two. Is it it's one or now? two? But the singer, the well, guy the that did most the... of the singer, not what's his name, not not um yeah, Don Van Don Zandt, Barnes. Not not, yeah. not Van Zant, who is the, the brother of the guy from um from Leonard Skittered, he left the band. He kind of like law, he retired basically because okay. he had like vocal yeah. issues or something. Yeah, right? he had there like were, vocal issues. So he retired. Some... But the the guy that sang a lot of the hits was still there and killing it, just killing oh, wow. it. And he sounded great. Good and he's playing guitar. And he was right, Dave. He was great. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, yeah, he's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. 
He's almost, I, mean, I think he, it was almost 70 at that yeah. point. I think he might be over 70 now. Where's it going to end? Cause these bands are going to get to 90. At some I point. know like the stones are the b- big example. Like the yeah. stones, like they, you, they lose um, the drummer, Charlie, Charlie. they lose Charlie and then they keep going. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's like, well, they, have guys, to. they gotta keep up with Keith. I know. Jeez, man. It's unbelievable. That's cool. It's like 80 right. years old. These guys are killing it. So I'm going to anyway. look, I'm looking this up right now. Okay. So Don Barnes will turn this year. will turn 70. So he's not as old as I no, he's not as old as. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. But the he's doobies, still killing it. The doobies are all in there. Like 30, 73 to 76. That's so, incredible. So, so they had so, four, yeah. four original members. Team, I love the doobies. Tom Johnston. I don't remember the name. I love Tom Johnston. The other guitar player. Him. And then there was a guitar player that joined. So they had three original guitar players, and one of the guitar players was the dude that plays like fiddle, dobro, oh, that's mandolin. Awesome. He plays everything with a string. Did but they then they do- had Michael McDonald, who himself is not. Oh wait, he was the- was he playing with them? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. What a fool believes. <laughs> That's a horrible impersonation. <laughs> Mine was horrible. It was too. very close. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're talking about recognition earlier. If I heard that, I might actually think that is you that, were Michael is McDonald's. that Michael McDonald? Yeah. No, Michael McDonald. I mean, yeah, you, you love him or hate him, but he, oh, you know, you I know, can sing. The guy can sing and uh, watch. The, there's a Doobie Brother. Uh, there's a uh, there's a Steely Dan like documentary that you can catch. I, I'll have to give you the where it what channel. But they break down a lot of their songs and how they were just insane uh, mixing stuff and would bring five guitar players in to play solos and then just pick one. And these that's are all awesome. named guys, Larry Carlton. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Like, and Larry's like, yeah, I thought I killed that solo and I never I never made it on that. album. I never, never heard it. Never heard it ever again. Wow. Wow. Thing on Michael McDonald. Larry There's a lot of stories like that, believe it or but not. The background vocals Michael McDonald was doing on on like the Asia album. With the tight harmonies, like insane, oh, totally layered. Yeah. That guy, that guy's a monster. He is. He just is. There's I no mean, I just him. imitated him in the worst way, but I, yeah. Well, I did. I did too, because he's got that like <laughs> he's got that distinctive voice. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good though. It's great. And um, yeah, so the do love the doobies, but you know, I think like the in terms of like front men that still have it. You know, Steven Tyler definitely, oh, yeah. you know, he's not all there, but he's he's got a lot of it. Jagger. He's got a lot of it. Jagger, Jagger's Jagger, great. Thing. Dude and then is un- what another the guy, hell, that, another guy that we love is is Sammy Hagar, who's like 75 years he's, old. He's probably actually yeah. in terms of that age range in, in from from a front man standpoint, vocalist, he is probably the cream of the crop right now in that range, right? I mean. He yeah, well, really you, just well or you it. could, I mean, I think it's, you know, Steven Tyler's pretty damn. I don't know. I mean, Steven, Steven's lost wow. a few steps. Oh, what? Compared, okay, to, so Sammy compared to Sammy. Sammy's 75. He's 70. Yeah, he just listen. turned 75. Yeah. If he was in his 40s at, when yeah. Van Halen was really big, which is kind of unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Go watch some videos. Yeah. If you're not familiar with Sammy's recent stuff, go watch, go watch the summer tour that Sammy and the Circle just completed it's good and, he's and good it's, he's just still killing he's it still it's sounds and great. you never know that he's 75 jagger yeah, he's, 79 yeah jagger 79 yep. there we go there michael we go. mcdonald is 70 so you know these, these yeah guys, these keith guys, richards is 143 <laughs> you know what that's a whole different podcast 
it is. We could do a whole thing. It's on a Keith. whole different podcast. If there's anybody the that just defied all of the rock and roll 60s, 70s, and 80s excesses, how that dude. It's unbelievable, right? What was the old SNL skit with? It was like Keith Ridge, like some kind of a PSA. It was was it Dennis Leary? No, Dennis like, Leary had the joke about he had the like, bit do about drugs, kids. Keith, oh, Keith Keith yeah. Richards did them all. Was it that wasn't that on yeah, SNL Keith, or something? Keith Richards, yeah. Keith, no, yeah, it was a Dennis Leary thing where he was okay, like yeah. Keith Richards. It said to don't do drugs. Yeah, we know Keith because you did them all. When you die, we're going to have to <laughs> cremate you and smoke your ashes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. If there was a way that you would come back, if there was such a thing, and you say, oh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna live a rock and roll life," I mean, that's what you got to do. He's yeah. 78. I mean, it's unbelievable. He looks like he's an extra on Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> the, dude, the dude can bring it. <laughs> he, he totally does. You it's know what? So, I saw, so does I saw Johnny him a Depp long time he ago. He was the first guitar player doing cool shit, like he smoking. And playing at the same time. Yeah, putting okay, the, been, putting been the, done put, before, but he would take cigarette. a cigarette out and put it in the end of his guitar. He invented that. Guitar he, he invented that. You know, the other thing he invented, I think, at least I saw it, was like the Jack Daniels bottle as a slide mechanism. Oh, yes. Oh. Uh, did he really invent? I don't know. If I don't he know did. if he invented it, but that's, that's what not, I saw it. I, I would believe he did. I would believe every minute. I just saw that and I went, all right, that's, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's epic. <laughs> I would Howie Day invented invented emptying a Jack Daniels bottle while on stage. <laughs> no, I thought that was I thought that was Aaron Lewis. <laughs> no, that no. We saw Howie Day at the at Avalon back. Howie in the day. Day's Remember, a singer songwriter. He yeah. was just putting down the Jack and Coke really? while, while looping looping the crap out of his uh, playing. Yeah, but that also his... happened to Aaron Lewis. And you know, it's been a while. That guy. <laughs> oh, he's he's. You know, it's you know, been yeah. a while. Yeah, he got hammered on stage and was all crazy too. I mean, anyway. I don't know either one of those. Yeah, it's been a while since I actually pretended. You know to that band Stained. Stained, John? Ever hear Stained? Oh, right. Yeah, Stained yeah. with a D. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that band. They had that song. It was like, it's been a while. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Aaron Lewis was the um, was the lead singer for that band. He's like a. He still has a pretty successful solo right. career. But let's yep. be honest. Yeah. If, you, if yeah. you had to get out there every night and sing, it's been a while. <laughs> you might be just. Chugging the Jack Daniels too. I yeah, I think you're right. If I had to sing that song, I would probably want to do you something. Might. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really oh, good man. Point. These these stories have been great, and uh, you know we got we probably have so many more podcasts that will spawn from this one, right? The, 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 yes, the, we we could go in so many different directions, and we will. And John, <laughs> we will definitely have you back on. Uh, thanks for coming on tonight. We appreciate it. We had a lot of fun. Thanks, John. You're a good. Um, you're a good host. Yeah, you're definitely great. You're a great co. We're gonna have you. We're gonna have you on. Like you're gonna have like a like a monthly cameo appearance on here. Yeah, or something you gotta like become like a regular co-host. Uh, it's like always this. a lot of fun. I like getting your takes. And, nice uh, man. Anytime. It's been a blast. But it's been fun. So uh, thank you again to all our loyal listeners. Catch us each and every week. Our episodes drop on Sunday nights. And you can check us out right. on Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast on our private Facebook group at Guitar Dads Podcast over there. Please leave us a review. Please leave us some comments that really helps drive the show. Um, and we really appreciate hearing from you guys. And uh, I think for now, that was this week's Guitar Dads Podcast. That's it. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip.